All right, it's episode 13 of Survival of the Fitted. We're recording this on a Monday morning. And today was Joe's first day of school. Mm. I know most of y'all probably on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, listening to this. So you can't see, but you should pop on YouTube. If you've never watched the podcast on YouTube, today is the day. Joe's got his first day of school fit on. Joe, uh, what went into picking? Well, first describe the fit to us like quick, like 20 seconds or less. Describe the fit to us and tell us what went into picking it. Did you lay it out on your bed? Like anyone say anything on campus today? Like. No, Tell nobody said anything on campus because everybody on campus, Loki a hater. You know, I don't, I don't like the energy, mm-hmm. but hey, it's my first day back, 17 months in the making. Had it come correct. If we're talking about the inspiration, this right here is this is Michael Jackson. That's the only way I can describe it. It's Michael Jackson, King of Pop, baby. No, but I really wanted to channel my inner Hawaiian vibes, you know, because I just came back from Hawaii. You know, oh so my God, Joe Joe Williams <laughs> oh is still in Hawaii. Who came back? The new nickname alert: Mahalo Poppy. That's who came oh! back. Mahalo Poppy came back with the glasses, with the chrome. You see what I'm saying? Like I'm a superstar now. So that's what that's what this ensemble is. Wait, wait, for forget this. I know, I know we wrote a script for what we were going to talk about today, but I want to throw it out. So guys, if you listened last week, you know that Joe went to Hawaii for his birthday. Joe went to Chrome Hearts, Hawaii and Louis Vuitton, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck the script we have. Tell us about your experience at Chrome Hearts, Hawaii, Joe. Chrome Hearts, Chrome Hearts in Honolulu. It's pretty cool. You don't have to wait to get in, which is cool, but it's very like... Mm-hmm. You have to get ushered in. You have to be followed by somebody every single second. If you take two steps forward, somebody behind you takes two steps forward. I don't know if they think what? that you're going to like run off with like a duffel bag, even though there's like a <laughs> seven foot security guard, like sitting in the front of the store or whatever. Yeah. And everything is so expensive. But yeah, that was that was cool. I bought an earring just because I felt like that would get my that would justify like the usage rate if i put something mm-hmm. in like if i pierce myself with their jewelry then yeah price is justified louis vuitton on the other hand was super lame like that was super lame like you have to stand out it's like getting in a club like you have to stand outside all right two at a time or do you have an appointment like dude this is i'm just gonna go look at some glasses like it's not that serious yeah. but yeah but it's pretty cool Dan, you wait you wait in the line when you go to the club I don't go to the club, you know. I mean, me and JJ Reddick, we just walk straight past everybody waiting on the wall. Oh yeah, we, yeah, do, we yeah. just walk straight through, and that's just how it works. That's how it goes. Did you I'm just like I'm intern Joe, it? and they're like, "Go ahead, go yeah, ahead, do your thing." Did you buy anything at Louis, or was the customer service not up to par? No, Louis Vuitton was the same thing. So they you they have like someone walk with you and all that stuff, and it's super lame. Also went to Dior because they're like all like back to back to yeah. back. That was also incredibly lame i just kind of realized that like high fashion really isn't my thing you know only one of us can own a pair of dior sneakers and it's the guy on the other side of the screen but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah pretty cool though damn i'm so wait hold up when you say they like followed you around do you mean like it was a person like trying to like you know like the person that's like trying to help you shop or was just someone that was like following you around not saying anything no, following you around, not saying a single word to the point where it was so awkward that I'm asking like stupid questions that I don't know the answer to. Like, is this real leather? Is this real wood? Like, just because it's so like awkward <laughs> that you're standing right behind me. I'm like, is this 
this is pure oxygen in this the room is pretty good like it's some stupid questions it's so this is awkward pure oxygen <laughs> this is uh, oxygen well, in this I, goodness gracious i like your chrome hearts earring thank you um, i appreciate it yeah okay so to, today's guest is rodney mcleod who's a football player for the philadelphia eagles that's right league fits has ventured into <clears throat> football first football guest and uh football fashion is you know it's there's, I think they're following in suit. I think the NBA obviously started this whole thing, but they're starting to follow in suit, which makes sense because if you only play 16 games a year, you you can spend a lot of money on your outfits. You know what I yep. mean? Like, so I mean, money doesn't buy swag. Blah 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 blah. But you know what I'm saying. So without further ado, we talked to Rodney McLeod about clothes, fashion, and Daniel Jones tripping after running 80 yards. So hashtag sports. Tap into this interview. Peace. Let's get it. What's up? We're out here. We're Rodney McLeod from the Philadelphia Eagles, the first football player ever to be on the League Fits podcast. How's it feel? How are you doing today? Man, I feel honored, special, you know what I'm saying? But I guess uh, I don't, it's only right that uh, you got one of the most fashionable football players on, on the podcast. But nah, appreciate you having me, fellas. History in the making, man. Talk your talk. Okay, so this is the League Fits podcast. So let's first cover the basketball aspect of things. What's your background like in the hoop culture? I know you grew up in the DMV area. So if you're yes, a Wizards sir. fan, so like what's it going on in the hoop culture? Oh, uh, man, actually, I grew up a uh, Lakers fan, uh, big fan of Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, man. But uh, one of the all time greats. Uh, just love the way he approached the game, his mindset. And uh, I just gravitated towards them, man. And um, after he retired, I just stayed a Lakers fan. But, yeah, man, being in the DMV, shoot. I mean, we have got one of the best uh, to pick up a basketball, you know, from PG County, my hood, uh, Kevin Durant. You know it. So, uh, you know, you, you you wear that 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 PG County, man, uh, with a badge of honor. You know what I'm saying? It's it's some proud that I'm able to speak on and, and tell people that, I, that I'm from. But, yeah, played a little bit of ball at, at DeMatha. Uh, went to high school there, freshman, JV year. But man, the best of the best go there <laughs> for every sport. And uh, I said, man, I don't know if varsity is going to be for me. I'm not really <laughs> trying to be on the bench too much, just getting practice reps. So I'm going to take my talent somewhere else. Wait, before we get into the fashion stuff, were you, I, I can't do the math right now, but did you and Akil Carr's like eras line up at all? Uh, no. So Victor Oladipo, he's yeah. a year uh, under me. Quinn Cook, uh, he was, when I was a senior, he was a freshman. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the general. A lot of the grand brothers went to the math as well. Uh, but yeah. A lot of guys out there, or, or that's what's up. So you know, cycling into fashion. When did that really become an interest for you? And then, like, when did you maybe when did you start to become interested in fashion? And then, when did you start taking it real serious? I think I always just had an interest for fashion in high school. Uh, really, just you know, being from the area, man. Uh, some you know, go go was a is a very uh, part of our culture, right? It's something that I, I did frequently attended 
And so, you know, when you go to those sorts of events, you know, you got to dress fly. Uh, you want to be in the booth taking the pictures and everything. And so uh, the group of friends I hung around, man, we just always stayed in, in, in the latest. Uh, but it was something that was that that I noticed and I uh, was very like passionate about was the fact that we had our own uh, brands like staple brands locally. So you're talking like shooters all days, Bonadachi, like those sorts of brands mm-hmm. that were very DC specific. And if you went anywhere, like, you know, you came to Philly or New York, people uh, took notice and applied the, the brand associated the brand uh, with the, the city. So uh, that was kind of my first introduction. I would say uh, when I got into the league, that's when I really started to, you know, play around with my style a little bit. Uh, of course I had a, a little bit more, more money in my pocket so I was able to do a little bit more, but I've never been a guy who was big on uh, all the designer wear. It's more, all right, I'm just able to put pieces together. I uh, just got a good sense of style. And and um, I think that's what really makes uh, true fashion. Uh, it's not necessarily the brand or the designer, but it's all about placement and the style. Um, and fashion, man, is a way to express yourself. Uh and so I love it because it makes me feel good. Uh, it brings on a sense of confidence. Uh, and I take pride in it, uh, whether I'm going to the grocery store or whether, you know what I'm saying, I'm walking down uh, for the biggest game of my life, you know, Super Bowl or Monday night versus the Cowboys, man. I'm, I'm going to come, you know what I'm saying, ready, dressed, and impressed. That's what's up. That's what's up. Grocery store fits are very underrated and also very important. I just <laughs> yeah, heard Kanye... Man. <laughs> yeah, like it can't even go to the grocery store. Yeah, that's that's hard. No, but, you but like about- it's, it's it's hard when you when you when now you have the eyes on you, you know, such mm-hmm. as a guy like Kanye, like you can't get caught slipping. Like the minute <laughs> you step outside can't your miss. house, the eyes and the cameras are on. So, you yeah, you can't miss, man. You can't miss. Yeah, me and Joe, we relate to that a lot. Like every time I step out my house, like I can't, I have to have something on because they're like, oh shit, it's Ian and Joe, the podcast host, and it's exhausting. So, you know, <laughs> I'm really honest, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, you gotta talk your, talk your shit. Yes, sir. Yeah, you I just wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to dial it back a little bit. I know you talked about living in DC. What kind of trends do you think like you guys like set in DC? I know they take a lot of pride in like what they wear out there. Man, I know growing like Nike boots, uh, we really put those on the map. I feel like North mm. Face, um, what a, like 3M wear, like all of that type of stuff, man. Uh, phone posits were big. Uh, I think like those things, like you knew what DC or Maryland do just by those items. Like, dang, like he he got the face with the with the Nike boots. Oh yeah, he from the city. Mm-hmm. Um spider jackets like yeah man um I, I think i think we were just really big on on those uh just really being the trendsetters in a sense uh, and like i said i think most people identify uh you know a guy like myself um by wearing those 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 uh those brands or that type of or having that type of style man you get That's to play in dc you, yeah, that Wale flow. Wale you, play in, you play in D.C. every year. All these things you just listed, the game, when you go to D.C., you should just rock it all out. Like, the Nike with everything. <laughs> like, just go super bring, old school bring with it. it. Yeah. Bring it back. Yeah. 
Those are the essentials right there. Call them the DC essentials. <laughs> okay, so if you if you you can include yourself in this list, but if you had to say some football players you feel like are paving the way, because I know there's a lot of stylist guys in the league. You can put yourself yeah. on the list, but just name a few that you feel like are paving the way. Uh, well, I got to give another guy on my area some props who's uh man been doing his thing for a minute. My boy Stefan Diggs, um, killer. I feel like he he he's man. He comes to play, you know. what I'm saying every single week, uh, no days off for him. Uh, whether it's a work outfit in the summer, or you know, what I'm saying it's 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 uh, Sunday afternoons. Uh, but I really feel like people have been paying uh, uh, a lot of attention to his style. Um, the OG in the game, Tyrod Taylor. Like he's been doing it uh, for a minute. Uh, probably the most consistent guy I've seen when it comes to style. Uh, and uh, he stays true to himself. I feel like which yeah. I which I like most about him. Um, he doesn't try to reach. Uh, he stays into his his, his comfortability. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, that's a more edgier guy. Uh, he kind of uh, tries a lot of different uh, variations of styles, man, and, and I like it. Um, you know, it just shows, you know, his level of confidence. Uh, OBJ, you know, Odell, man, uh, I think he's like the modern day, you know, like our our, our Mike in a sense or Dion, mm-hmm. right? Like my man's got his own cliques and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's hard to do. Uh, when you start having your own cliques out there and Nike's taking notice, then you're really changing, changing the game. That's some basketball shit, man. Like having your own like cleat sneaker. Like yeah. I always said, like if there was a player and like I didn't know what sport they played, but like chopped it up with them or saw how they dressed, and I'd assume they were like a hooper. Odell yeah. would be that guy, like personality yeah, wise and style wise. I yeah. kind of feel like, and I think I've seen someone say this before too. He's kind of like he has like that like Allen Iverson type tag on him. Like even yeah. though they're two different sports, he like the way that he like sets trends and stuff. Like even with the hair thing, AI with the braids, like. He definitely has like that AI tag on him. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, uh, I think he's uh, he's really taking the game to a whole nother level. Uh, and Cam Newton, I think he's another OG. Uh, mm-hmm. And now you see him having uh, ties to different hat, hat brands and and all. So uh, those are those are a few that I would say are, are trendsetters uh, and kind of changing the evolution of. of of, of style uh, when you think about, you know, football players and kind of paving the way for us. Shout out Jamal Adams too, man. I, I feel yeah, like he's trying to, yeah, I got to put him on that list too. Yeah, yeah. Jamal Adams, solid, solid. He, yeah. you know, he, he says a <laughs> he little said, bit wait, too. wait, you said, yeah. You said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's solid. Jamal. I he not, I don't know, he's not in my, you know, mm-hmm. not in my top five, but he's solid though. That's so. cool. So is there like a non, cause you know, like, dude, even like 10 years ago, there were no athletes at like Paris fashion week. You know what I mean? They weren't getting invited to shows. Like you brought up how like cam is getting sponsored by these big hat brands and things like that. And I'm not yeah. talking like new era, but like designer things like what athlete like sticks out to you is kind of like paving the way for like athletes in general to become these like fashion icons that people look up to. Man, I think, I mean, uh, Odell, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I just think about the influence he had ever since, you know, he caught he caught the one handed grab. Uh, mm-hmm. But how many people transform their hair? Right. And 
Mm-hmm. Uh, got went, went blind and got and got the mohawk <laughs> and wanted to really embody him. Uh, man, it. I think he took it to a whole nother level that we haven't seen in a while. Uh, at least you know on the football field. And so I think, man, he's super iconic. Um, not mm-hmm. only for what he does on the field, but then also in the, in the fashion game. Uh, feel like he's been spotted all around um, himself. Uh, another bigger dude, man, that I feel like has has opened the doors for larger uh, guys around the league. Von Miller, uh, mm-hmm. I think he's he's super uh, stylish. Uh, I, I like what he does, but yeah, man, I, I think you know when I think of somebody, I think of Odell for sure. I think he he's got he's got the master key right right now. Yeah, I hear that. So I was scrolling through your Instagram. And uh, you actually brought this up when you're talking about digs, but you got like a lot of the workout fit picks. And I read this study that said, like, if you were like listening to like music while you work out, like you actually improve your performance by like 6%. Do you think that's true? Like also if you're wearing a fit when you work out, like do you perform a little bit better? <laughs> you and your damn studies. I, I, <laughs> it's true, I bro. I saw one. it on Twitter. I haven't heard the 6%. <laughs> no, it's a music thing. Up. Like if you have music in while you're lifting weights, like it was a study, like you lift like, six percent more or something like that but damn do you i i feel like wearing a cool fit when you work out because you do it so you would know yeah. like do you yeah. do you work out a little bit better when you're like dripped out a little bit i think so uh it's definitely a, a different uh feeling or sense that you have like when you step out your car or like even when you putting out the fit like oh yeah like i i feel good i look good today like we're gonna do numbers like the, the drill <laughs> the drills like you just got a couple more reps into you every single drill, I feel like. Um, and don't let the, the photographers be out there, the videographers, then then you really uh, in your bag. But nah, man, I, I think uh, I think it just all goes down to, you know, Dion's uh, mantra, man. You know, you look good, you feel good, you play good. And mm-hmm. I think that's just a representation of that. Uh, guys, man, are, are enjoying being stylish as they work out, but also – um, committing that time and, and work um, into their craft. And then, uh, you know, you see it carry over on, on Sundays too. Uh, Sundays, I'm, I'm a little more simpler. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of just got my, my, my arm sleeve, a couple bands here and there, uh, and, and I'm pretty much like good to go. Um, maybe a color mouthpiece, but that's it. And, and I rock out. Some dudes, two tiles here. <laughs> wristband there this stuff like bro all right football (laughs) in-game accessories are the best i think that's like the one thing that like i mean basketball has the sneakers but like Mm -hmm. football players get so creative with the visors the different band like i love that yeah yeah you definitely gotta keep a nice color visor to practice Mm -hmm. so how important are like actual on court or on field accessories like that shit doesn't really help though right let's be real like the hand warmers maybe but the towel come on dude like what are you doing but but it, it's all about confidence, bro. That's what it's all about. Like mm. for me, I f- I would feel I, I wouldn't feel like myself if I went out there without my arm sleeve. Mm-hmm. Like I, I literally called my wife. I left my arm sleeve at the crib. Like you got to bring it. <laughs> you got to bring it at the stadium. Like it's it's that serious. It, it, it's it's real. So for some guys, they are two two band guy. They are two towel guy. Um, that's just to help them feel like themselves and give themselves the, the mo- most confidence that they need to go out there when they go into battle and, and perform at the highest level. 
Respect. You, you know how it was like like Mike when my man ain't had them sneakers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't feel he ain't he ain't feel like Mike, and that's that's for a lot of people. They don't have that one piece, and we very superstitious about about uh about our stuff. So are you like that with cleats too, or just just accessories? Uh, cleats, man. That's one thing that's really taken off. Yeah. Uh, well, it's 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 the cleats. Like people are getting um, very funky and creative. Uh, a lot of artists, man, have like built businesses um, over the years because of it, and um, it's something that I, I take pride in too. Like I, I got to get my cleats painted up. Um, I know two years ago I did like the whole Batman theme for the entire year. That was fire. Uh, so I really like the two tone. Uh, in my cleats, like I might go one color on one side, another color on the other. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad the league's letting us be a lot more creative when it comes to that. They had us handcuffed for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> dudes were taking so, fine though, weren't they? Yeah, they're like, I'm still yeah, playing. some dudes, yeah, some dudes just, yeah, I don't care. It's prime time game. I'm gonna wear what I want. Yeah, Odell's uh, like, like running down the though. field, like find me, find me, find me. I'm like, damn, dude, like, which is yeah. fine. I like that. I'm trying to keep my checks. Odell's check a little bigger than mine. <laughs> That's valid. Uh, so we just talked about workouts. We just talked about the fact that you played a little basketball. Do you ever regret like not working on your jumper more? Because if you had, you would have had 82 game day fit picks per season instead of 16 or 17. Hmm. I really blame my parents for my height. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, if, I, if I was probably six foot, yeah, I, I would have pursued basketball a, a little more, I think, um, to be real. But yeah, I, uh, I I probably put the blame on them. Yeah, Genetics, I mean, man. You would have been able to play in 82 outfits a year. That's tough, though. It's hard. <laughs> That's hard. I'm not going to lie. Shoot, 16 really be enough, but I can't even make 82. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, which... I see why they get a lot of the attention, man. I mean, 80, 82 fits, like, shit, six, at least 60 got to hit. Yeah. 60 of them yeah. going to make, gonna make the go viral. They're going to go on league fits. Wait, hold up. So if you guys play 16, now, now it's 17 coming up, but 16 games a year, you have a week between games. Sometimes there's a bye week. Like, how early do you start thinking about what you're going to wear to the game? Is it like a Sunday morning thing or like you lay it out the night before? Or like, you know Tuesday what you're going to wear Sunday. Yeah, I try to plan. I try to plan a week in ahead. This, mm-hmm. this, you know, what I'm saying, gotta stay on top. As the week go on, man, it's too much to think about. I'm worried about, you know, how I'm gonna cover a dude like Diggs, and you know, mm-hmm. how I'm studying Aaron Rodgers, guys like that. So the last thing I need to worry about is, all right, then what I'm gonna wear now. If anything, it might be Friday. If I meet, you know, like the last minute pickup, I dedicate mm-hmm. some time, but typically try to try to stay like a week, a week ahead on the fence. So, so Monday morning film session, like you might have, you might slightly be thinking about what sneaker you're going to wear Sunday. Slightly, slightly, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Respect. Just to get it out the way. Mm-hmm. I would be thinking about it Monday because I, I wouldn't be worried about the matchup, to be honest. I feel like I can lock up Stephon Diggs just being just yeah. from a confidence. I don't know why you're laughing right now, but I'm serious. But I mean, whatever. Well, if you look good, you, you feel got, good. You if you some, feel yeah, good, you, you play good. Yeah, like I just got to get one haircut and I'm solid. Like, and you yeah, good. it's a wrap. 
<laughs> you okay. got some defensive back background. Yeah, I got to do more work on that one. But uh, oh, so talk to us. Talk to us about owning a store, back of house. Like, where is that going? Where do you, where do you see the vision for that going in the future? Yeah, man. Uh, back of house, man. We, we started in 2017. We actually were a multi-branded retail shop and uh, recently have now transformed into um, a brand of itself. So we no longer will be a, a um, will carry any other brands uh, of our own. And this kind of started, I would say, about a year and a half ago. Um, I just took, uh, took lead and, and started doing some designing. Uh, and so it's something that I wanted to grow into. Um, and what kind of uh, why I, I started the store in the first place, uh, to be honest. And so in the midst of COVID, you know, when, you know, people barely, you know, have money in their pocket, you know, we put out a, a few pieces and uh, the streets responded well, man. They they uh, supported and 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 really showed a lot of interest in the brand itself rather than um, the other brands that were associated with our shop. So. I just took a deeper dive and said, I think, you know, we will be better suited moving forward as a brand. And so um, that's the direction that we're going in. We're actually dropping our first collection um, this upcoming fall. I'm super excited um, about what we have in the works. Uh, but more importantly, like, I think, you know, in the three years of existence, you know, we haven't really uh, pushed out like our brand voice and who we want to be and who we are. And, who we, uh, what we represent. And so uh, a lot of people kind of ask, you know, where does Back House come from or what's the meaning? And for me, you know, it serves as a daily reminder, um, you know, that with every opportunity you're afforded, um, never forget the importance of the process. And the word Back House comes from, um, let's use a restaurant for an example, um, it's mm-hmm. everything that you don't see, right? It's everything before that meal. It's that preparation, um, the things that you see behind the scenes before the food hits your table. And I think in life, we tend to focus on the end result, right? Everybody wants that end result. Everybody wants success. But what is what 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 does it take to be successful? When you look at a Jay-Z or you look at a Beyonce, you just, you see them, you're like, man, they're in this position of, of, of hierarchy right now and they're and they're amazing people and they have tiffany like how they able to do all this but it's the work that they put in for so many years right and it's that process that we like to just hone into and for to remind people not to forget that and that no matter what the work you put in man the more work you put in is the more you get out um you know recently we dropped the collection daily deposits uh, currently wearing a shirt now um, it did amazing. And, and that's the whole focal point is reminding people that, um, you know, you got to put in the work day in and day out um, in order to get that reward at the end. And so uh, I'm excited, man, about, you know, what we're going to push out. Um, I don't want to, you know, give away the theme of the collection, but I think people are going to respond well to it. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that honestly we're around for a long time, man. Like I talked about those brands that um, I wore as a kid. I want to bring that same feeling to that next child um, who's in middle school, high school, um, back in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, Philly, um, to say, man, look, 
I remember that brand back of house. This is what they stood for. Uh, and uh, I'm just hoping that I can uh, bring that kid the same feeling I had as a child. That's what's up, man. I love like a brand with a little bit with a, with a real story behind it. You know what I mean? Rather than just like, let's put some flames on the fucking sleeve and turn up, you know, put some yeah. roses on the hood. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. That's what it's about, man. It's, it's about storytelling. And uh, I think people are more uh, conscious in how they spend their money um, and the value of the dollar. And, you know, people want to support brands that they can relate to. And, and I feel like, you know, we have a great message that, you know, uh, needs to be uh, shared into the world and and even more like the style of the, uh, of the pieces are going to be fired too. So not only is it going to be a great story, but you're going to like what you're wearing and you're going to feel good about when you wear it. For sure. We'll definitely tap in. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go, I have a question and it's not basketball and it's not fashion related, um, but there was a Thursday night game last year where you were on the field uh, for a certain play and I'm like a diehard Giants fan. But the Giants quarterback, Daniel Jones, ran like 80 yards and he didn't end up scoring. <laughs> can, you, can you walk me through what happened? Like, what, like through your point of view, like what did you see that play? Uh, so I was down in the box on that play. Um, and I actually, I actually fit the gap wrong um, on that play. So <laughs> I probably had something to do with that in the beginning phases. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, I, I just remember, I just seeing, the, just seeing Daniel Jones running I'm like, wait, so nobody got him yet? Like, <laughs> he's still running. And like next thing you know, I'm I'm good 50 yards behind. I just see, mm-hmm. I just see him start stumbling. And I said, I said, man, what is going on here? <laughs> like, that's gotta be the most embarrassing uh moment of one of the most embarrassing moments of his career. I was in this believe but I was glad because he gave us another chance to line it up uh, to be mm-hmm. able to, to stop them uh, but yeah just I'm glad he didn't score because they would have been running that highlight all season right 80 well, yards they, it actually probably got probably, ran more now yeah actually yeah, yeah for more of an, an embarrassing moment for him but the joke <laughs> would have been on us if he scored and went 80 yards well, hold up. You actually probably, because you guys won that game, you yeah. probably won that game by like, even though you messed up your assignment a little bit, but then he, you know, he probably tripped and that blew his confidence. Like if it had just been like a five yard run, you know, like it probably would just been like a normal play. Things would have gone on. Maybe they would have won the game, but then his confidence is probably a little bit off. So like technically it was a small L for a bigger W. You feel me? <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> Oh, well, yo, thank you so much for tapping in today. Um, it was dope. To, it was really dope to get a little football segment going for the pod. Man, I appreciate it, fellas. No doubt. Yeah, no man, doubt. thanks, man. And we're back. Interview was amazing. Shout out to Roddy McLeod. We're going to go ahead and transition to the last third of the episode, which is our mailbag question. For those of you guys who don't know, the highly anticipated album, Donda, by Kanye West, just dropped yesterday. So the mailbag oh. question of the week is, is Kanye West the most fashionable artist in music? I'm going to lob this to my co-host, Ian Pierno. What are your thoughts? Okay. Well, 
this is like there's like an asterisk, right? It's like most mm-hmm. fashionable besides ASAP Rocky, right? Like we're on we're all on board that ASAP Rocky's the best dressed musician and probably man alive, right? Yellow laces in my vans. Talk about it. Well, I mean, okay, so I I mean, regardless, I think ASAP's number one. I don't even think there's like a debate to have there. Like that there isn't one. But I would put like now we're gonna get to like the hot take range. Like mm-hmm. I would definitely put Lil Uzi Vert above um, Kanye in like the best dress male wow. musician category. There was this one Uzi shoot that he did. I'm sure you and I have probably talked about it before, but he did this shoot with GQ and they shot it in like a bodega grocery, grocery store. Oh, yeah. You know mm-hmm. which one I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And he's wearing in the interview. He talks about wearing women's clothes. He's like, I'm little, so I'm wearing women's clothes, but it's cool because I look different from all y'all. And like he just carries himself so cool. Like I think Uzi's besides ASAP is definitely the best dressed musician. But what do you? He think? had a really cool quote. Just to piggyback off that Uzi thing, I think when yeah. they asked him, like, yo, why do you why do you buy women's clothing? And he's like, homie, I bought everything in the men's section already. And I was just like, damn, that's <laughs> hard. As f-. I was like, yo, you can't, don't ever question that man again. Like, but like, that's, that's hard, dude. But yeah, mm-hmm. Kanye best, I don't know, dude. Like, it's maybe last decade, but I don't know about this one. I think when you come to influence, like, the whole Yeezy thing is like kind of oversaturated in yeah. my opinion. Like if I see a pair of three fifties on the street, like don't make eye contact with me, homie. Like it's it's just I hate three fifties. Wait, I always mix them up. I'm like Yeezy three fifty. Um, I always mix up three fifties and seven. Yeah, three fifties. I think are like one of the ugliest shoes ever. They're not good looking at all. I don't think there's anyone that looks good in like. 350s. I think that's like what like accountants buy so that way they can be like, oh, I have something cool. And, you know, they wear, I, I see people wearing like, I actually have a friend who's an accountant. He wears like neon 350s with like khakis. Oh, the ones and that now. look like the McDonald's like rapper. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? It's so good. Yes. Like, dude, get that McChicken yes. off your ankle, homie. Like, this shit is gross. <laughs> get the McChicken <laughs> off your <laughs> ankle, homie. What are you wearing, man? Like, uh, yeah. So, no, I wouldn't man. say, but I think, I mean, yeah, he does have some influence. So, like, I like, like he he's all on like this baggy wave now, um, mm-hmm. and like I love wearing baggy clothes. Like I wear like an XL or a two XL. Um, so like I like associate with that, but uh, I I think there's so many talented, fashionable artists that I don't even think he's really in like the discussion. I feel it. I'm, I'm gonna because yeah. I don't even think I answered the question. I just yeah. I think that and shout out to Ian for putting him on the story. A couple days ago, <laughs> yeah. I still think that Machine Gun Kelly is the best dressed artist in music. That's just my personal opinion. Man's a rock star. That's what he I'm is a rock with. star, bro. I th- okay, I was thinking just rappers, and I don't consider MGK a rapper anymore. No, yeah, um, yeah, he's the best dressed rock star for sure. And like, mm-hmm. and when I say rock star, I don't just mean like rock rock music. Like, I mean mm-hmm. like rock star because you don't have to play the guitar to be a rock star. Exactly. There's like some rock stars, stars like, that are currently in the cubicle right now, but there's some rock stars in the NBA. I think like Russell Westbrook's a rock star. Yeah, for sure. Who are the um, rock stars in the NBA? I don't want to like. Oh, this is a conversation Kelly. to have. Yeah, this might be a yeah, better Kelly, Kelly, Kelly Oubre, Russell Frank Westbrook, Jackson, Kelly. Yeah. Hmm. We'll that get might back be to you all that. Yeah, we'll I don't know. Like, that might be it. I think Willie Willie Colley Stein is on there. Oh, James Johnson, rockstar. James Johnson is on there. Rockstar. Yep. Dennis Rock. Whatever. You, you get the you get the deal. You get the deal. Yeah, yeah, you get the vibe. 
Um, all right, y'all. That's episode 13. Rock on this week. <laughs> yeah. <get> <laughs> all right, peace. <laughs> Cheers, yeah.